This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Inside Story on BFM 89.9. Good evening, you're with Sharmila Ganesan and Lee Chui Lin. Tonight, we're talking about the weather. All right, so it's been a rough time this week with the rain and the thundering and the hail. So this evening, we'll be talking about keeping safe and hearing from businesses that have been affected by the rainy weather. So we want to hear from you. How has the weather affected you? Have you had to change things up? You can call 77332900, tweet us at BFM Radio, send us a voice note or WhatsApp at our U mobile number 018-789-8899. This is Inside Story. is 6.08 and as we begin our show on stormy skies, an oddly clear day outside the office, at least where we are in TTDI. Uh, But regardless, the week has been rough, right? Every evening um, has been pretty stormy, lots of rain. Driving has been quite a a challenge for most people. Um, And this is in line with weather reports, really, because Met Malaysia has announced that Malaysia will undergo a monsoon transition phase until mid-May. And this essentially means heavy rain and strong winds um, for that period of time. So, okay, let's just, I mean, I don't want to call us heroes, right? <laughs> I, I'm modest like that. I, I don't really like to bring attention to us. But you know how when you wash your car, the day you wash your car, that's the day it will rain? Yes. So of course... You're the taking credit that, for the rain-free evening. Is that what you're doing? Am I? I'm just <laughs> making a statement and people can draw connections if they want. Because the fact of the matter is... It's rained all week and we thought, you know what we'll do? We will talk about this on Friday because obviously, obviously it's going to keep going. And then the day we decide to do it, it's relatively clear and quiet. So I'm not saying we're heroes. Please don't call us heroes. We don't need that. But if you want to make that connection quietly, you can. That's all I'm saying. Also, great time to support your Pasar Ramadan, one of the rare days when it's not raining. Bringing it back to reality. Thank you, Sharmila. (laughs) So um, as mentioned, monsoon transition phase until, uh, so for two two more months, roughly, mid-May. And uh, Met Malaysia's DG, Mohamed Helmi Abdullah, said that this is going to happen mainly in the evening and uh, early at night, which is exactly what we've been seeing. So he advised the public to be extra vigilant during this period, also to be alert to weather forecasts and warnings that are issued by the department. And these will be seen through uh, Met Malaysia's official website, the MyChuacha mobile app, as well as social media accounts. Now, if you talk about what was supposed to happen today, thunderstorms, heavy rain and strong winds were expected or are expected still in these states. Perak, Pahang, Selangor, KL, Putrajaya, Negeri Sembilan, Melaka, Johor, Sabah and Sarawak, which is a fair cut Mm. of Malaysia. And I think the timing of the the storms are significant, right? Early uh, evening, early night, because that's exactly when most of us are on the road. When most of us are heading back from work, uh, when you might be heading out to dinner, to book a puasa in this case. Um, And I think it is, I mean, it is all well and good to speak about the weather um, like it's a minor annoyance. But we all know that it can escalate into something very serious. Um, And whether you take public transport, whether you drive, whether you're a pedestrian, um, there are many things that you need to think about in terms of 
one, safety, but also just something as basic as planning. How do you plan to head out? Um, do you do you, you know, make flexible, movable plans so that you uh, don't need to be out when the weather is suddenly bad? So the the thing about continuous bad weather, I think, is important because, like you said, it's quite easy to think about it only on a personal level. But of course, floods are a real issue. Um, and then also, if if bad weather continues over a very specific period of time in a certain time during the day, then that's also going to affect people who planned to make a living during that exact you know, the span of hours. And it's one thing to accept that, okay, today I thought it was going to be uh, X amount in sales, but it's just not going to happen because it rains. It's quite another to know that in a week, if it rains six times out of seven, that you are going to have to just take that loss every day. Um, you know, that's, that's, I think, a little bit difficult to reckon with. So that's on the side of the businesses. I've also been thinking a lot about the uh, delivery riders, right? For whom um, this is when they do their jobs. Yeah. Um, they often don't have a choice um, unless they choose to just take a pay cut and not drive or ride. Um and again, such a difficult decision to make. Do I continue making the money and, and risk the weather or not? So, yeah, I mean, a lot to talk about in the show. Uh, but first, we're going to be looking at the safety aspects, how to stay safe during bad weather. And for that, we will shortly be joined by Tanku Ahmad Marwan Tanku Mahmud, who is a member of the Slango Road Safety Council. Um, we'll also be hearing later on from uh, business owners about um, how the weather has impacted them. Uh, but we'd like to hear from you as well. How has the weather affected you and have you had to change things up? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note, or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Burger, fries, Milo, BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station. It is six thirteen. You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila and Lynn, and we're talking about the persistent rainy weather that we've been having over the last couple of weeks or so. Um, and first, looking at basically how to stay safe. But we'd like to hear from you. Um, how has the weather affected you? Have you had to change things up, make new plans, uh, change the way you do your daily routine? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now on the line is Tanku Ahmad Marwan Tanku Mahmud, member of the Slango Road Safety Council. Marwan, thanks for speaking with us today. Hi, uh, good afternoon and thanks uh, very much for inviting. So, as I said, we've been experiencing really bad weather lately, um, particularly in the evenings. And of course, this is when most of us are on the road on the way home from work. Do you normally notice an increase in road-related accidents during this time? Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, during the rainy days, uh, the accident rate, uh, yes, uh, definitely increased uh, by s some percentage. Uh, I don't have the figure now, but there is uh, some in increase in percentage of uh, road traffic accident during the rainy days. So considering that then, what are some safety measures that drivers can keep in mind when on the road during heavy rainfall? Okay, when we are driving uh, uh, in a rainy day, uh, we need to keep in mind that uh, the first thing, uh, very important to keep our distance uh, in a safe distance. Uh, when we are following other vehicles and uh, during normal day or uh, on the dry roads uh, we always practice two second rule 
uh, as our following distance. But uh, on a slippery road, uh, especially on rainy day, uh, we, we should double up the distance, okay? Uh, because most of accidents happen uh, is uh, this kind of, uh, uh, the, the kind of accident that happens is a uh, rear end accident. I mean, uh, you, you hit the car in front because you have been following too close, okay? So avoid tailgating because tailgating during uh, heavy rain is very dangerous. So first thing is uh, keep, uh, keep, your, keep a safe distance and uh, stay, in, stay focused because a rainy day, uh, you will have a very poor visibility. And uh, please keep your car or your vehicle uh, in, a, in a good condition, especially on the tires, the wipers. And uh, I, I would like to advise also uh, on motorcyclists because most, most of them, they like to use uh, dark visors or, or tinted visors which is by law is, is illegal. And uh, you need to, to be able to see clearly what's in front of you during the rainy days. So uh, the best thing is to use clear visors, okay? And that, that also goes into uh, to the cars or vehicles that heavily tinted their, their windows. That is also very dangerous, okay? So that's the moon and the most, most important things. Lah. What about for pedestrians and public transport users? Okay, uh, for pedestrians and public transports, um, if they are walking towards the bus or just get off the bus, especially uh, in the rainy days, be careful because uh, they may not be able to see clearly uh, the incoming vehicles uh, from their side. Um, and that goes also to the motorcyclists or car drivers uh, because um, the poor visibility might limit them from seeing the pedestrians. And pedestrians avoid uh, running in the rain because uh, maybe other people will not have the time to stop on time. Okay, So uh, that's, that, that's the point. Are there things that we should avoid doing when we're in the car during a thunderstorm or, uh, for example, even flash floods? Uh, during the flash floods, uh, avoid going through the, the, the floods if you are not sure what kind of depth it is, okay? Because you might get stalled in the middle and cause other problems. And uh, we need to stay focused on uh, the road surface because the road puddles, uh, the water puddles, is also very dangerous because they can create a, a, what do you call uh, aquaplaning. Okay, aquaplaning is very dangerous because uh, you will lose grips on the tires and on the surface. And um, yeah, we need to, to, to pay more attention on the road surface and the pedestrians and for the motorcyclists, avoid swerving around the traffic because there might be a pedestrian that's, that is running from the rain. Okay, they are, they are rushing from the rain and you might hit them. Okay, so avoid swerving in, in, the, in the traffic. Now, on the other hand, for many delivery riders, the slippery roads and the rush, especially to meet their order times, can lead to an increased risk for them. What advice do you have for them, uh, you know, especially those on two-wheelers who are navigating the roads during this time? Okay, uh, for the two-wheelers, they need to understand and they need to be aware that they are very uh, easily get uh, get. Uh, 
get lost in stability. They're not very stable uh, compared to the cars. So they need to reduce the speed in the, uh, in the, in the rain. And uh, like I said before, avoid, avoid uh, swerving around in the traffic. They might need to sacrifice uh, the time for their safety. I mean, they need to focus on safety rather than uh, being there at, at the fastest possible. Okay, so uh, make safety is the priority, and eh? not the time of arrival is the, the priority. So uh, ride slowly, slower than normal, because on the road, uh, on the slippery road, we need more time and more space to stop safely. Marwan, before we get to our final question, um, I wanted to ask you about something that I think we haven't mentioned yet, which is the emergency signal. So um, this is something that happens a lot during heavy rains. You start pe seeing people drive around with, you know, basically both signal lights on. Can you talk to us about why, why this is wrong, firstly, um, but also why people think they should do it? Okay, that is a very good question because I've seen so many people if, uh, on the road that has been min, uh, misused, uh, the hazard light. We call it a hazard light, okay? Uh, the purpose of that hazard light or emergency light eh, is uh, to, uh, to, to tell other road users that your car is not moving, your vehicle is not moving. It's not that we use that uh, light uh, when traveling, when, when the car is moving, especially in the, in the heavy rain, because you, that, by, by, by doing that, other people might get confused that your car is uh, is not moving, but actually is is moving. So uh, they, other people might uh, might hit your car from behind. So that is uh, very dangerous. So uh, that is not the the purpose of hazard light in the first place. And to close off, it is the fasting month, um, and a big part of that is visiting bazaars, the stalls. How do we keep safe during this time without missing out on the experience of Ramadan? Okay, uh, do not rush uh, your, your driving or riding, uh, going to the, to the Pasar Ramadan just to catch the time. Uh, just like I said before, uh, always prioritize on safety, uh, even though you might miss uh, your, your, your break fasting. Uh, don't rush to, the, to, the, to anywhere you want to go, maybe to the uh, Pasar Ramadan or just going to your home. Uh, just prioritize on safety. Drive slowly, especially on a rainy road, uh, rainy day, because uh, we need to get home safely to to breakfast rather than ended up in hospital or something else. Marvan, thank you for speaking with us today. Thanks. Thank you very much. That was Tengku Ahmad Marwan Tengku Mahmud, member of the Slango Road Safety Council, uh, with uh, advice on how to stay safe during um, all this rain. And uh, we'd like to hear from you. How has the weather affected you? Have you had to change things up? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio, um, and uh, we will get to your messages after this. But in the meantime, some music. Uh, in keeping with the theme of the conversation, this is the Eurythmics with Here Comes the Rain Again, BFM 89.9. Begin fun moments. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 6.38. You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila and Lynn. And we're discussing... Um, 
everything to do with the weather, really, how to stay safe, how rainy weather is impacting businesses. And we'd like to hear from you as well. How has the weather affected you? Um, have you had to change up your daily routine? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We're getting plenty of messages already. Yes. Uh, before we get to them, though, I did want to ask you, Sharmila, whether you've uh, been thinking or whether you've been affected by the rain? Um, only in so much as um, I realise I'm having to contend with more and more traffic as I'm driving home from work. Um, I mean, because of our show, we generally leave slightly outside of the general evening traffic anyway. Um, but um, but I think that I'm not used to the traffic extending beyond. Um, it's also gotten tougher because sometimes it continues raining all the way till the night and therefore um, my general practice of stopping along the way to pick up some dinner or ordering food as I'm heading home has all been impacted because sometimes it's just not feasible. Yeah, so I park outside uh, our office, which means that uh, my walks to and from the where I park mm. into work is in, you know, open air, open weather. And so that's been an interesting experience, arriving sometimes kind of bedraggled or uh, going home kind of bedraggled. Drowned rat is is the, the look <laughs> that I'm really going for. And May so I that, suggest an umbrella? Yes, the umbrella. Oh, with an umbrella. Wind. Yes. Ah, yes. Yes, with an umbrella. I say this with, with the, the smugness of someone who parks indoors. I'm sorry. Yes, the drowned rat does not appreciate <laughs> suggestions at this point. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, so that's been one thing. I think also the ability to make plans, especially outdoor plans. So there's a little hiking group uh, that exists in our office that has been trying to make a date to go to Bukit Gassing for a while now. And this date keeps getting put off uh, for the simple fact that we are not equipped to hike in the mud. We're just not that experienced. So it's been things like that, I think, among and also just spending more time indoors and having to reckon with that. Yeah, um, I will say that um, the other part of this, and, and you are probably quite familiar with this, I actually had to use the, I didn't wake up in time because I thought it was still night excuse because I missed a, a work thing that we had earlier this week. Um, and it's primarily because it was so gloomy in the morning, I didn't realise that I had slept through my alarm. I love the gloom, though, I have to say. I do enjoy it. I know. As, as lovers of the dark, I think it, it suits me more than the heat. Um, so actually, we have a number of people saying exactly that. Let's start with the not a fan side of things. Uh, TIDJ says, the weather is annoying. The 45-minute commute has increased to one, uh, one, one hour and 25 minutes to one and a half hours. What your guest is saying about distance, I keep a four-second distance from the car in front of me, but most drivers don't even keep a two-second distance. And many mm. take that uh, distance as an invitation to slot in. Mm. And four seconds at, at a 110 kilometer per hour could be a 50 meter distance. But four seconds is the time needed to come to a complete stop in case of an emergency. Regarding the hazard light, there's a point I think many don't consider that many Malaysians drive cars that aren't equipped with the rear fog light. Also, there's the legacy problem. Many older drivers are so used to using the hazard light. And um, don't younger drivers learn this from their parents? The use of the hazard light during a heavy downpour came out of necessity, but it has become a norm to a significant number of Malaysian drivers. Do I agree with the abuse of the hazard light? No. But do I understand why? Yes. I just hope that newer cars, uh, with newer cars that come with rear fog lamps, the abuse will stop. Sorry for the essay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a helpful essay. It so is. Not at all. Um, the, the distance thing is 
is a really good point because I think that in the local context, generally distance is or keeping a distance from the car in front is seen as absolutely that an invitation to, oh, you don't want to get home faster. Well, I do. So I'm going to slot in. And especially in the rain, that can become such a terrifying thing, especially when you consider two wheelers that may also be making their way through and then not anticipating these sorts of shifts. Um, the other thing is I hadn't considered the hazard light thing uh, the hazard light thing through this lens, partly because I wasn't taught it, so it wasn't passed down to me. But I think that um, the the thing to consider about legacy issues uh, is that over time, the reasoning becomes different or it becomes lost. So while it may once have had to do with the fact that people did not have rear fog lights and mm. wanted cars behind them to know that they existed, over time now, I think, so it was taught... And then now people think of it because they just want, they just think that they need to signal existence in general. And that's what they'll in turn teach to their children when they start driving. So the technology existing might not be good enough. Now, on the side of it's not so bad, Munif says, I actually love driving back from work in the rain. In the jam, I look out the window and admire the city skyline with moody clouds hanging above, rain droplets dotting my car window, and I get all the feels and reminisce about things that never even happened, pretending I'm starring in my own music video. I get that. I, I also get that. I think there's a sort of 45 degree angle that you can look at if you want to look at the camera, but also <laughs> into middle distance. Crucial music video face. But in all seriousness, I find it hard to do when I'm driving. So if someone else is driving or I'm on the train, then yes, or on the bus, you know, whatever. The point is that if I'm not in control of the wheel, then I absolutely feel this way. When I am driving, though, I find it hard to be so zen. Maybe you can be if you are in traffic and you just accept the fact that you're not going to move for 15 minutes. No, then you might the, as well imagine your music video in your head. The constant danger gets to me. Yeah, so especially it, in the, the rain. Yeah. I'm always very aware, um, as our guest earlier said, of motorcycles suddenly zipping in and me not seeing it in time. Exactly. So I wish I could get that level of zen, but I found it tough. So... Keep your thoughts coming. Um, we're asking you, uh, how has the weather, the recent rainy weather affected you? Have you had to change things up in your daily life? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we have also reached out to various business owners to talk about, um, to ask them how the weather has impacted them. And uh, you'll be hearing from a number of them throughout the course of the show as well. Uh, on this side of things, let's... Let's kick things off with this from uh, Zamzali. Uh, hang on, from uh, Zamzali Hussein, who is owner of Noni Corner. Uh, they sell uh, Malay dishes in TTDI. Biasalah, kalau hujan, customer tak ada, niaga pun kurang. Cenderung kalau so kita nak rolling modal pun susah lah kalau hujan. Ah, tu dah ada lah. Macam, macam biasa kan kalau musim terpujo tu kita kena buat sikit lah. Tak payah nak buat banyak. Kita buat sikit je adunya lauk buat sikit. Ha, tapi kalau hujan teruk memang sakit lah. Ha, nak rolling modal tu tak ada untuk meniaga bila musim hujan ni. So kita kena dah prepare dari awal lah. Kita tengok berzah kita nak meniaga bagi tu. Kita tengok akan tengok cuaca tu. Cuaca tu patut keadaan musim cuti ke. Kita kalau macam nak hujan kita buat sikit lah. Kalau macam musim cuti pun buat sikit. Tengok lah. Kena pandai lah. Uh, so that was Zamzali Hussein, owner of Noni Corner, which is a stall that sells uh, lao in TTDI. And in case you uh, just, you know, 
need a bit of a translation. He said, during rain, we just get fewer customers. So when that happens, it's hard for us to get profits. Uh, so we cook and sell less during rainy seasons. And we prepare earlier, not just in prepare, preparation for the weather, but also for holiday seasons. And um, yeah, you've just got to be smart about these things. Yeah, but I cannot imagine it's easy, right? Um, I could, <laughs> I can hear the, the resignation in his voice, actually. That and uh, the resignation to the fact that this is a cyclical thing, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not, we shouldn't act as if this rainy season is unique. It is perhaps especially fierce. Um, it, it's maybe fiercer than people expected, but it isn't new, right? Generally speaking, with us, you cycle through these things. And I think that business owners do adjust. So uh, we will be hearing from more business owners um, shortly, but we would like to hear your experiences as well. Uh, You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. We're asking you, how has the weather affected you? Have you had to change things up? And we'll be back after this. So keep it here on Inside Story, BFM 89.9. Beats, funk, mixtapes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 6.48. You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila and Lynn. And we've been talking about the rainy weather, which uh, as of now hasn't materialized today. So I hope you're having a pleasant drive home um, or if you've reached home, if you're about to prepare for Bukapuasa. I hope it's helped that today skies are a little bit clearer. But it's been quite a rough week. And so we're talking about how to stay safe, how businesses are impacted. And we'd like to hear from you as well. How has the weather affected you? Have you had to change things up? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We do have more messages that have come in. So let's start with this one from Kwan Wei, who says, why should hazard lights be used only when a vehicle stalls? Now, this was in relation to um, a it started with our interview, in fact, with our guest. It's carried through in a number of messages. So Kwanwei says, the name hazard means that it's used to indicate hazardous situations, which is what a heavy rain situation is. In Germany, they use the hazard lights when there is an emergency brake situation on the highway due to traffic jams. And Kwanwei, I, I hear you. I think um, one part of your message that really stands out to me is in Germany, um, which is not that it's different or special, just that if it's an accepted convention of how you use hazard lights, then it's fine. But I think what we're seeing right now on our roads, and I'm not debating whether stormy weather is a hazardous situation, because it is. But I think we don't universally in Malaysia accept what a hazard light means in a rainy situation. So when I see it, for example, and if I'm uncertain what I'm looking at, am I going to swerve away because I think you're a stationary vehicle? And if that's the case, that's dangerous. No, absolutely it. Um, I think the the main point, which our guest raised earlier as well, is that uh, the default for many people is to assume that hazard lights indicate a stationary car. Um, And that in the rain, it's actually quite difficult to tell whether um, what you're seeing is in fact a stationary car and you should swerve to avoid it or whether it's a car that's just moving slowly and has its lights on. And and that's what um, people bring up when they say you shouldn't do this. So... I'm, I'm all for this if we all collectively decide, if they start teaching it in driving school, if they start doing that, if we all know what it means, then sure. But right now, I think it's actually a subsection of drivers, and I suspect it may be a smaller subsection of drivers than people who understand it to mean only stationary. So until we get there, I think it's it's tough. Um, 
So Andrew says, those that don't know how to drive or drive slow, please get off the road. So don't know how to drive? Yes, although I would bet many people wouldn't say I don't know how to drive, but I'm driving anyway. Drive slow, though. I mean, you are supposed to drive slower in the rain. So not so sure about that one. So I think it's the people who drive excessively slowly, Mm. um, which is actually quite similar to the hazard-like conversation. I think that there is a significant overlap there. And then it's also, um, so I don't agree with this if we're not going to make a distinction about the lanes. I think if you drive too slow on the lanes on which people don't expect you to be driving that slow, then yes, absolutely, it's a problem. We have a number of people offering tips. I thought we could um, look at those. So Boy, for instance, says, I wear my sunglasses during heavy rain so yes. that I can get clearer and better vision. I'm not sure about the tinted visor. Um, also, um, uh, Boy is referring to something our guest said about not rushing to the Ramadan bazaars. The chicken in the bazaar is already dead. Don't rush. They won't run. Um, and also included a picture of a motorcycle accident and said, this just happened. Stay safe, guys. Yes, please stay safe on the roads. Um, I mean, we say this every so often, but just know that every day that we do the show, we think it. Mm. Um, the the thing about sunglasses, so I was told this, I, I have an attachment to this tip because I was told this by a very beloved relative who's no longer around. And so I, I hold on tight to it because I've always thought it, it's such a life hack. I mean, obviously, if it's incredibly dark, if it's at night, nobody is advocating because it turns out, I was Googling this just to make sure that I had it. And it turns out that there's an urban legend that suggests that you wear sunglasses at night during rain to drive better, which does not work. So to be clear, we're talking about daytime. To be very clear, we are only talking about daytime. See, I didn't even know about that as a tip. Um, I'm going to try that the next time. Because what it does is that it's basically the the glare that happens from the light refracting through the rain, from the glare, all of that, it reduces it. You pop it on and suddenly you're looking at the world just sort of with 60, 50 to 60% less rain and it's really, really helpful. I mean, again, if it's too dark, if it's thunderstorming and it's just gotten to like 7pm levels at 3pm, then of course, if it's not safe, don't do it. But yeah, also um, apparently especially useful if your sunglasses are polarised. Interesting. Um, So, Dr. Shazwan has tips as well. Um, He says, turn on your headlights. Rain impedes visibility. By turning on your headlights, other drivers are more likely to see your car. Turn off your cruise control when roadways are slick. Cruise control impairs your ability to adjust speed quickly. You should be in full control of your car when the rain falls. Slow down to avoid hydroplaning. At speeds as low as 36 miles per hour, tyres can lose contact with the roadway during a storm. If you begin to skid, avoid hard braking or turns, which can also contribute to hydroplaning, try to remain calm and continue looking and driving in the direction you would like the car to go. I think those are fantastic tips and hopefully things that people can remember in the actual situation, right, when it's happening. So if you would like to offer tips of your own, uh, but also in general, just share how the weather has affected you, uh, whether you've had to change things up, you can call 777-332-900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, now, as we said, we have been reaching out to business owners to hear how the rain has been affecting them. And uh, we, uh, one of the people we reached out to is... Abdul Mutahir Ibrahim, who is the Vice President of the Malaysian Muslim Restaurant Owners Association, or PRESMA. Here he is. We are also facing a lot of challenges uh, whereby uh, customers are not coming out of their house due to this rainy and stormy weather. 
As a result of that, we our business is much affected. On top of that, people are just uh, afraid that they will be caught in traffic jam, and they might not be reaching their house as what they have planned. So they please they prefer to stay indoor, as, and this has affected our business very much because of this movement restriction. That was. That was um, Abdul Mutahir Ibrahim, Vice President of the Malaysian Muslim Restaurant Owners Association. Um, You know, this is something I've thought about as well, because... um we heard earlier from a stall owner, and I think physically, yes, we can kind of understand why a stall that is outdoors might um, particularly suffer with things like rain. But even your average mama restaurant or coffee shop often sees a very large drop in foot traffic and customers just popping in every time the weather turns bad. Well, look, I mean, if I haven't thought about what to eat by eight or something, and Normally, I have a variety of options available to me. If it's thundering, if it's storming, if I have to think about things like parking, then I think it's going to be the businesses that are within shopping centres, uh, for instance, that will benefit. Who Anywhere that has a covered parking lot, essentially, it's going to be okay. But even then, I think, um, there are people who have phobias of driving when, when it's rainy. So there's a few kind of roadblocks, huh, um, you know, Un- genuinely unintended pun, but there are a few roadblocks for people to get from their homes out into out into eateries. I think we have time for um, a few more messages. Um, one that came in a little bit earlier and I think is important to say because we've been talking about the weather so far, um, perhaps in a little bit more um, in a, as an inconvenience, how to stay safe. But MZ brings up something that um, I think a number of people will relate to. MZ says, ever since we were impacted by the 2021 floods, my wife has anxiety every time it starts to rain in the evening, light or heavy. Having said that, don't you think that the rain has been pretty garang these days, but it ends pretty quick. Today it poured for 15 minutes in PJ and Waze tells me it takes me two hours to go back to Klang. Ooh. That's, that's rough. Godspeed, MZ. <laughs> you know, drive safe. No, that's that's a really big commute. But also, the mention of Klang, uh, I think, indicates why that level of anxiety would exist every time the, the weather starts to turn. So, I feel that. I think that I've been fortunate enough to not live in an area that has been directly impacted by the flash floods or by flooding. And therefore, I... I think about when when it starts to rain or when it rains too often for a few days, I start to worry about the people who live in neighbourhoods that we know to be affected by the floods. But I don't feel that same sense of keen anxiety that I imagine people feel. But garang is a great word. Mm. It really does just kind of pop up, go horizontal, rain so hard, gigantic drops, and then suddenly it's over. The world is left wet and confused and then it's two hours to go back to Klang. Well, Anil also giving a on-the-ground report saying, I just repaired my bike after so many years of not using it to save cost. I guess I did it at the wrong time. Getting partially wet after work, it rained cats and dogs in Sungai Way earlier. So, yeah, today it rained earlier than before, right? Mm. Today was a slightly kind of earlier time slot. But Anil... Right, safe. <laughs> you know, I, I think yes, perhaps the timing's not right, but you know, it's it's always a good time to re-embrace a hobby and getting healthy. 
Keep your thoughts coming. We are asking you how the weather has affected you. Have you had to change things up? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We'll be back after this for more of your messages. We'll also be hearing from more business owners to um, on how the weather is impacting their business. So keep it here on Inside Story BFM eighty nine point nine. Being first matters. BFM 89.9. It is 7.08. You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila and Lynn. Um, and we've been asking you, how has the weather affected you? Have you had to change things up? Uh, keep your thoughts coming. You can call 777 Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, one particular uh, train of conversation has actually uh, created quite a stir with opinions being thrown out um, on hazard lights, when it's right to use it, um, when you shouldn't, whether it's okay or not. Um, now, to be clear, our expert earlier said, don't use your hazard lights while driving in the rain. Not helpful because people think it's a stationary car. Um, and and then subsequently, we received a message from, I think, Kwanwe, who had said that, well, in the rain or rather heavy rain, is a hazardous situation and therefore warrants the usage of hazard lights and cited Germany, I think it was, as an example of this. So we have a number of responses that have come in. Let's start with a voice note. This is from Trevor. Hi, BFM Radio. <clears throat> this is Trevor here. I quite don't agree with the message that you read just now, the hazard light in Germany thing, you know. Hazard light is definitely meant when the vehicle is stationary. Even the case in Germany that he quoted is also when the vehicle is totally stationary, I think. Because when the hazard light is on, you tend to sway, and which is dangerous for jumping lanes, or the car behind coming, seeing the hazard light, might even slow down or stop, and causing a collision from the, the rear. Because it, the owner, the driver might think that the car in front on hazard light it has really stopped, but actually in actual fact it's still moving. So the the the, the rules have stated quite clear, if I'm not mistaken, that hazard light is only for a vehicle that is stationary, not when it's raining and it's hazardous. That is a different uh, criteria. I think what the road safety experts said was correct. Hazard light is meant for a stationary object. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that, Trevor. In fact, a number of people making the same point. Uh, A21 Mai uh, says hazard light should only be used when a car is stationary because it eliminates the function of the left-right indicator. Uh, Winston saying the same thing. When hazard lights are on, it's difficult for the driver to judge the car when the car suddenly turns right or left. Um, and Stephen says... Oh, Stephen actually coming in with a different uh, point saying hazard lights. Uh, well, no, Stephen actually is making the same point, uh, but saying hazard lights only to be used when you stop along a busy road or highway, not on rainy days. Yes. So um, I, I think earlier it was it was unclear whether or not Kwanwei meant for stationary cars. It, it didn't necessarily sound like it. I'm not 100% certain. But yeah, I think uh, we're all in agreement here, which is please don't use your hazard lights in heavy rain. It's unsafe. Um, 
unless you are in fact stationary on the side of the road in heavy rain, then sure. Um, but otherwise, it, it really does endanger everybody else. I mean, when when I pass a car using hazard lights when it's storming, I often, I would glare if it weren't so dangerous. <laughs> I, I choose not to glare, but I feel a glare brewing within so Sean sharing an interesting um, cultural tidbit, which I didn't know, saying Japan uses hazard lights to say thank you to the back car for letting them pass. Yeah, but that would be a quick cha-cha, mm, right? Yes, and not yeah. having it turned on uh, turned on all the time. Um, we have also been asking you, of course, um, how the rain has affected you and whether you've had to change things up. Uh, keep your thoughts coming on that. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. Um, I wanted to read this from Linia because it actually um, feeds in quite nicely to a voice note that we have. So Linia says, I think the rain increases the usage of food delivery services services. Um, and I'm, I find that interesting because I think it can go either way. I think, yes, people do tend to order more, but the higher prices and the longer waiting time, I think sometimes uh, puts people off as well. And also, yeah, the higher prices, the longer waiting time. For me also, um, I know it's their choice. It's, you know, they're, they're adults who choose to do this. But for me, it's also a safety thing. I, I don't, really love the idea of somebody kind of driving, riding around in stormy weather just to get me a, a me goring. I, I don't really feel comfortable with that all the time. So um, just to hear directly from the source, actually, we do have a voice note from Fong Wai Hong, who is chieftain and co-founder of Storehub. Uh, they're a platform that, among other things, coordinates food deliveries. So rain is definitely one of the most painful things for deliveries as a whole. Um, the number of orders that can be fulfilled, you know, they come to a screeching halt simply because riders have to drive slower and they have to take more time to get in and out of stores. And quite often when the rain worsens, riders are simply forced to, you know, to take cover under the bridges and for quite you know, long, long periods of time. Um, and many times riders are also more prone to get into uh, accidents simply because the roads are slippery, right? And, and visibility is bad. Uh, many cases, because you know, riders are already late, they, they are under pressure to go faster um, because of the lateness. Um, and amidst all of that, the irony is that the number of orders uh, coming in for deliveries actually go up during rainy periods uh, simply because people don't want to go out. And so you know, riders often have to deal with frustrated customers, you know, getting impatient, wanting, you know, usually they're getting their food delivered three to five times longer than usual. And and in the end, ultimately, the total number of fulfilled orders uh, actually go down, right? So even though the number of orders that were put through um, is higher than usual, uh, the number of orders that actually get done is usually lower um, because a lot of these jobs end up getting cancelled or a lot of these jobs, you know, you can't actually find riders to fulfill them. Uh, I guess from the restaurant or from the business's perspective, uh, the majority of the time, rain usually means lower in-store you know, patronage. And because of the above mentioned you know, stuff, like in lower volume of deliveries than usual as well. So it's really quite a tough situation for everyone involved, whether that's the rider or the restaurant, the merchant, um, or even the, the, the customers, right? So I think it's, it's definitely something that we all have to kind of like uh, ride out together um, and, and look after each other and be more considerate for one another uh, amidst these times. 
That was Fong Wai Hong, chieftain and co-founder of Storehub. Uh, they, of course, among other things, coordinate food deliveries. Um, as I said, we're peppering in the show with uh, voice notes from various business owners to hear how the rain um, is affecting their business. However, this uh, siren, uh, siren call of the hazard light conversation uh, continues to uh, run alongside this. And I think we do have a caller on the line as well. Good evening, Siva. What are your thoughts? Uh, good evening. Uh, my thought is, how about having a different colour for hazard light? Because now uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, colours, right? Um, I'm, I'm curious whether, actually, do you practice the hazard lights uh, when yes, it rains? I do. I, I do, I do in the rain, yes. And sometimes it rains, I find my Um And how did you learn to do that? Uh, somehow or other, because uh, uh, nowadays I seldom drive, but somehow or other I, I also give a hand signal sometimes. Right. Um, yeah. so, uh, what I notice now, because now uh, we have seen, uh, you know, technology is improved and then we have a lot of, we have more colors which uh, we implemented, like, for example, like now the, the traffic light, they have the blue light. So we also can just implement a different color or a different code of light. Thank you for that, Siva. That's an interesting one. And and I wonder whether um, the fog lamps would make that obsolete, though. Yeah, so this sounds to me like it's a little bit of a comfort level thing, right? Yes. Um, the, the and again, idea... it's really what you were taught to do when you started driving. Yes, exactly. And, you know, most of the time, the, the thing that gets passed down to you from the people that you respect, who teach you how to drive, whether it's your parents or some other elder person, elder figure is the stuff that you take as gospel. So it, it's very much to do with being used to putting hazard lights on during the rain and therefore looking for a solution for that, even though, uh, as we heard earlier from TIDJ, that with fog lamps, in theory, this wouldn't be required. I think this is these suggestions um, also tally up with a voice note that came in a little bit earlier from DJ Cross. Hi, BFM. Uh, I think another thing they can do is uh, when we on our hazard light, it blinks, uh, it blinks uh, one, two, one, two. So what they can do, maybe they can change the blink mode when it's when it's on the move, it blinks left, right, left, right. Just an idea, lah. like how some police cars, the, the lights will go left, right, left, right. So if it's left, right, left, right, means it's on the move or left, right, left, right can be uh, not on the move and just change the bling modes. That's what I meant. Thank you for that, DJ Cross. Um, I, you know, I, I have to confess, I have not taught, I've not thought this much about how I use hazard lights until today's show. Yes, uh, or considered the different ways in which it could be innovated. So now at the moment, we've got different colours. Different colours, potentially. Blink modes. Uh, different patterns of blinking. So yes. Um, the other option, of course, depending on depending on how secure you feel in your car and its rear fog lamps is just, you know, to not use it during the rain. But again, it's quite clear that it's a behaviour that for a lot of people is just part and parcel of what they do. So keep your thoughts coming. Um, we will continue after this with um, more voice notes from business owners um, and your thoughts as well. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Boring, fake, macho. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 
It is 7.19. You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila and Lynn. And uh, we're asking you, how has the rainy weather of the past few weeks affected you? Have you had to change up your routine? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, we've been reaching out to uh, business owners to find out um, the impact of this on their daily operations. Um, and uh, we have... This from Siti Kadija, who is the owner of Che Na Food, which is a food truck um, here in TTDI that sells Malay food. Uh, here she is. Uh, kesan pada kita orang, uh, because of the cuaca, is sebab kita orang berpuasa. So, bila kita orang puasa, is a bit tiring. And then, kalau kita meniaga ni, uh, sometimes ada orang yang... Uh, kadang-kadang dia orang tak nak datang uh, because it's too hot and everything uh. dia orang tak nak datang belilah uh, ataupun dia orang prefer to go to mall to go and buka puasa other than that uh, as a muslim we have to tahan lah. this is our dugaan lah. every day for for one month is a bit tiring tapi this is our priority yeah, we 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 live with this we 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 have to work for this that was Siti Khadija, owner of Chena Food, a food truck selling uh, an array of lauk here in Tamantun. Sorry, it's a very localised show. <laughs> we, we went around our office We were worried about the rain. We yes, couldn't we go too were. far. And yet, anyways, um, so basically what you heard was uh, Siti Khadija talking about how it is a challenge. Uh, there will be fewer people buying their food. People seem to prefer to go to malls to break their fast when it rains. She also discussed how, because she is fasting, that it can be tough physically. It's more tiring. But nevertheless, it's still what they have to continue doing because it is their source of income or periyot nasi, their, their rice bowl. So I think that the, the thing, though, that I found interesting from that voice note was the mention of, um, or sometimes they don't want to come because it's hot. And we've been talking about the rain, but we haven't spoken about the fact that earlier in the day, it is boiling. Mm, it's yes, like in, it's, it's such like, extremes of weather. Yeah, it's like you're living in an oven. So what it feels like at the moment is that more or less from 11 to 2, it's, you know, highs of what feel like 34 degrees. And then after that, from 3 onwards, you start to worry about the, uh, as MZ, another listener earlier said, garang, rain. So between those two things, I think for business owners, it's tough, right? Because if it's too hot, of course, people aren't going to come. If it's raining, same thing. Um, and the fact that it is Ramadan, actually, yesterday, I saw a number of tweets from people uh, who were some of them business owners themselves talking about the fact that the heat makes it particularly difficult to be fasting um, and then having to contend with worries about the business and whether you'd get enough customers. So, yeah, I think um, multi, multiple cha- multiple challenges that they're needing to deal with. Um, let's see, we have a number of people sharing their own experiences, how the rains have changed their their daily routine. Uh, Madhav says, I'd imagine business would be bad for car wash operators. On another note, when it rains like today, I'd have to leave work much earlier to pick up my kid from the babysitter or risk paying overtime. Yeah, uh, so a lot of people talking about having to adjust their 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 drives or the amount of time it usually takes for their for their commute. Speaking of car wash operators, though, Ray says, I appreciate the rain when it washes away the bird poop on my car. Ha ha. <laughs> So uh, perhaps some truth there to what Madhav was saying that, yeah, for car wash operators, not the best. Uh, But for lazy people, the best. Oh, a boon. (laughs) Um, 
I I also wanted to get to this one from Lok who says, please don't use the excuse of riders being under pressure, being able to break traffic rules. So if I'm late for a meeting, I can ignore red lights. And I think that this is in relation to what we heard earlier from Fong Wai Hong who was talking about how it's it's a it's a bit of a conundrum that in rainy times orders actually go up, but because and then riders are under pressure and have to perform. But then because of the weather and because of the visibility and issues like that, they actually end up fulfilling fewer orders and therefore the the number of completed jobs goes down. So I just wanted to reiterate that mm. that's what he said because I don't think that I don't think that anybody was implying that bad weather. And then bad weather plus time pressure is an excuse to is an excuse to break traffic rules. Instead, I think that there's been a pretty consistent call for people to just go slow and it's fine. Yes. Uh, now, hazard lights again. Um, more thoughts coming in. We have this voice note from Daniel. I think it's very clear. The law states that uh, hazard light is only for stationary vehicle and uh, certainly not for rainy weather. I think that is part of the law in Malaysia, yeah? Daniel, you know, it is interesting that... Uh, and we've talked about this, if I'm not mistaken, in one of our shows, was it about when you drive on roundabouts? I'm trying to remember. But how so many times convention and culture of driving often in your mind sticks more than what the law actually is. Sorry, I started laughing because roundabouts is just such a uh, a trigger word, isn't it, for so many people? <laughs> I, know. I mean, apparently after hazard lights... Well, if you think about the way people use their signals at roundabouts, it might as well be hazard lights for all the good that it does anybody else around them. Um, Timothy says, in heavy rain, the rain is the hazard, not the vehicle. If a moving vehicle turns on the hazard light, it becomes a moving hazard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I appreciate that, a little bit of driving-related humour, but also truth. Um, we have Anil saying, what about an emergency situation? I was told that when you're in an emergency situation, you use your hazard lights just like the ambulance. I'm not sure, but that's what I was told growing up. Um, That's what I was told growing up too. Um, In fact, it's something I default to when I think my car is going to die. Um, I usually put on my hazard lights, but that is what you're supposed to do. I think so. Um, To indicate that your car is in distress, uh, that people around you should be safe um, and, and careful. Yes, that you will soon be stationary, I think, in some cases is what you're actually trying to indicate. Uh, But I think that the other side of it, though, because emergency situation, I'm glad that you clarified it for me, Sharmila, because the mention of the ambulance made me think that this is to do with driving faster because you're in an emergency, in which case I don't think that applies. I do think some people do that because I've seen it, though, on the roads uh, that people put on their hazard lights. And, you know, some cars also have like those um, siren sounds um, that they that they install. And I've seen people use them, and I'm not talking about the police, by the way. Um, They actually use them, and I presume because they're in an emergency situation, but I don't think you're supposed to do that. Yeah, so I I think we need to do a little bit of research on this because I really am not sure what the law, in fact, says. But surely we can't all just suddenly behave like the police or an ambulance. No. um, I'm. So what I mean, to be clear, is if your car is about to die or if your, you know, uh, whatever, battery light or whatever is turning on Mm. and you're on the road, the safe thing to do would be to turn on your hazard lights and drive slowly until you can get somewhere safe. Just closing the loop on this, Dr. Satya says, look, when it rains, switch on your headlights. That, by default, switches on your rear lights and makes you easily visible to the car behind you. Yeah, um, good advice. 
<laughs> well, just to close off on the show, uh, we've been talking about business owners extensively as well. Um, and we do have one from um, a durian expert, Lim Chin Kee, um, who I think gives a larger picture of how rainy weather can affect businesses. Here he is. Uh, regarding the rains, uh, durian actually is a very water-sensitive crop. If uh, too much rain, it will cause rot and the tree will not grow and stunted. But if a shortage of water, the tree will be stressed. So if we can manage the water well with a proper drainage, that will be helpful for the tree to grow. So whereby for durian during the blooming season, it need a drought for almost two to three weeks to induce flower. So once the durian already flower during the blooming, also it should not be have any rain. That will help the pollinations better and the fruit setting better. So during the fruit rapid development, that's mean from the ping pong size to develop in the full bloom of size, it needs plenty of water. And before the fruit drop, it needs almost a week of dry so that it can have a good fermentation so that our fruit can have a very bitter, creamy, and of course also have a very aromatic. So for durian, we know that uh, nowadays the weather, the only certain is uncertain. So what we need to do in the future to control the rainfall by plant the durian in the shelter or the greenhouse. And uh, durian actually, it's not easy to cultivate. Uh, it looks easy, but if you're involved in the industry, we know that they're full of challenge and problems, but we still manage to able to mitigate it if you know what the durian want. So please don't do what we want, but what the durian needs. That was Lim Chin Ki, who's a durian expert, uh, weighing in on how uh, the con- the consistent rain impacts uh, durians and um, the farming of durians. Um, we have been talking about the rainy weather all evening. Uh, do keep sending your thoughts through. How has it impacted you? You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. You can tweet us. Keep it here. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.